2: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross It is February 15th, 2021. It is the Fightful Wrestling Podcast post Monday Night Raw. I am joined by Denise Salcedo. Denise, how are you?
3: I'm doing good. I'm doing really good.
2: This was uh, a show, Denise.
3: Yeah. Okay. So first of all, Sean, I didn't even think I was going to make it because I was so tired at the top of this show. I was exhausted. Like sleepy. I even, I usually, I usually watch Raw on my desk. This time I got a blanket. I laid down. I was getting comfortable. However, something definitely woke me up on this show. I'll tell you that much.
2: Oh boy. Well, we get into it. I mean, I, I thought that the last hour of this program was fantastic. And to say the least, there were a couple of very newsworthy things on this show. (laughs) And uh, guys, hope you all. Well, uh, stay tuned to Fightful. We got plenty of newsworthy things there as well. Had an interview with Dominic Garini ahead of Filthy Island, MLW's answer to UFC Fight Island today. Uh, Carlos Toro interviewed La Rosa Negra for us. She talked about Tessa Blanchard. Uh, that is some stuff. I got an interview with Danhausen coming this week. But tomorrow I'll be joined by Demon Diva making Elimination Chamber predictions. And this Sunday, I will be doing an Elimination Chamber post show. But this past weekend, we had a UFC 258 watch-along. Kamara Usman, huge win. Uh, Sunday, we had an NXT TakeOver watch-along. We had the media calls from Triple H. We had a post-show. Go check it all out. Just tons of stuff over at Fightful. I've been posting uh, the 2020 year-end reviews for each company's YouTube from MLW, New Japan, WWE, Ring of Honor. Make sure you go check them out. But if you're here right now watching, whether it be on Periscope, on facebook.com slash Fightful online or youtube.com slash Fightful. Leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications, and donate a Super Chat, just like our friend Evan Wright did. He said, congrats on 1K select sub, Sean. You guys rule. We actually got it last month, but then the first of every month, they take like 10% of the subscriptions away because of expiration. So we got back there again.
3: I was going to but- say, I was like, what happened?
2: Yeah, we, we got back there. And hopefully whenever we integrate it into uh, the website, it'll, it'll all go well. But uh, lots of Super Chats about a specific incident in which we will definitely get to. We get to the Super Chats as as we cover the, the subject, so to speak. But we kicked it off with Ms. TV. And I'm not going to tie this into the main event yet because the main event was so long. But Miz comes out. And starts interrupting Drew McIntyre over and over again, Denise. And Drew keeps saying, you do it again. I'm going to beat you up. And he has to beat Miz up. Miz then says, by the way, I'm pulling myself from the Elimination Chamber match. How do you feel about this?
3: All right. So as I said, I was really tired when Ross started. So this segment to me was just the end. I was like, oh no, I'm not going to make it. I was like, this is the first segment and I'm already feeling like, I'm not having it. Right. And I just really felt I'm so glad that, you know, Miz took himself out of the Elimination Chamber because it really just made much more sense to do it that way. But I don't think I mean, this segment was over 10 minutes. I think I saw it was like 512, 5 something when this thing ended. I just didn't think we needed everything that we got to get to the the big exclamation point of this segment for the purpose of this segment for us to find out that the Miz was taking himself out of the match. I didn't think we needed this entire thing. It was just so much talking. At one point, I just completely lost. I can't even tell you what the Miz said. I just know that that was the the end point.
2: How did you feel about Miz taking himself out of the match? I mean, I get it. He has the title shot and all that. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, why would they even put him in there if he's got his, his title shot whenever he wants it? If I'm the Miz, I would be all for like stacking title shots. Like as many as you if you want to give me six title shots in addition to this one, I can do whatever or well, that's fine. What he doesn't have is two title shots that he can use whenever he wants. This one was very defined, there was a match there, uh, a lot of stuff like that. But how did you feel about this?
3: I see it both ways. So I see it as yeah, as a competitor you might want to have more option more than one more than one shot. But I think It actually makes you look like a bigger deal if you're like, all I need is that one shot. I don't need anything else. One shot. I'm going to take your bow, et cetera. So to me, it's actually more it's better just to have the just to have the money in the bank. And then also just from a fan's perspective, I just for me to me it didn't make sense to have him in the match when he already had the money in the bank briefcase. I wasn't a fan of it when it was announced. So I was really glad that they actually went ahead and went ahead with removing him and adding Kofi. Well, eventually we're getting there, but I just like the fact of the new inclusion of how it all worked out.
2: Well, we can uh, go right into that. Miz was backstage. Kofi Kingston was backstage. Kofi said, Hey, why wasn't I put in this match? Why, why wasn't I added? I'm a former WWE champion, more recent than a lot of these people. I thought New Day's promo here with Adam Pierce was so funny, so good. It highlighted how likable they are. And The Miz came up and he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I want John Morrison in there. And Adam Pierce goes, you know what? Here's your chance. You all have a match. I thought this made a lot of sense. Imagine if they would have done four or five of these qualifying matches, Denise.
3: Right. And they had the time to do it, but I actually thought that it would have made, wouldn't have made more sense to have John Morrison in that match though, to try to earn his spot. Or do you like the way that they did it with the miss sort of trying to get it for his friend since he was the one that really wanted it for him.
2: I don't know what John Morrison's status is like for all we know, especially in this day and age, guy might be sidelined might be quarantined you never know what like what may have prevented that from happening but Miz and Kofi Kingston did have a qualifying match and it was I thought it was fantastic I thought it was really really good Miz worked over Kofi Kingston's knee uh heavily they've worked on TV in singles tag or multi man matches over 70 times so they are very familiar with each other Altogether, they've worked each other over a hundred times, including live events. Kofi gets the win. I thought it made a whole lot of sense. You you add something in the middle of the show that matters, and it sets up the gauntlet match for later. I, I like this an awful lot. I mean, I, it was a forbidden or a foregone conclusion who was going to win this. We knew Kofi was going to win.
3: Right, exactly. And like you mentioned, you don't know <clears throat> what's going on with Morrison or whatever. But I either way, like had. Kofi Kingston, not one, but although we all assume that he would once they actually made this match, I would have also liked to see Morrison in this match, but with Kofi Kingston, in this match, now I I like I think about all the fun things that he can do and that he has done when he's been in this situation before. So I'm really glad that he went to get went ahead and got incorporated into this. I think the fact, I think last week, whenever they announced all of this, everybody was like, Oh, well, what about Kofi Kingston? What about Kofi Kingston? He should be the one that's in there. So now it kind of feels like they were sort of listening and hey, let's throw Kofi Kingston in there. And then the match itself, I thought it was probably one of the best mismatches that we've seen in a while.
2: Guys, get your super chats in like Sexy Peasant that says, Denise, I can forgive you for your hatred of Christmas, but I can't forgive you calling WandaVision boring. What the F is with The Fiend? Is he still The Fiend? We'll see. I mean, I don't know what's up with The Fiend. Uh, Going deep into creative plans is not really my, my forte as it relates to reporting news. I haven't watched WandaVision, Denise. I'm not big into Marvel, DC universes and all that stuff. It's not for me.
3: So I gave it a try. I watched the first episode and I really enjoyed it, but I kind of gave up in the second episode. I got bored. So I don't, I didn't even get through the second episode. So I'm sorry. I know a lot of people tell me to stick with it, that it gets really good around. I think they said four, five, six, but I I might give it a try again. I didn't say it was completely boring. It just didn't get my attention to get me to click to the next episode.
2: Thank you to Michael for the super chat, by the way, Planet Dan says, if I were the charities that work with WWE, I'd never worked with them. Uh, now, after punishing talent for promoting charity charities, it's evil and heartless. Uh, this comes from a Wrestling Inc. report that WWE has has punished or warned some talents about third party companies, businesses, or charities. I'm working to independently verify that. I can verify some aspects of it. I've not been able to verify the, the charitable aspect of it. If that is true, that is heartless. That is ridiculous. Like let let whoever promote whatever charity they they so choose. Yeah, I I do not agree with that whatsoever. Uh, We have uh, Rafael Garcia. He says, Ali needs to attack Kofi Kingston and get get him pulled out of the chamber just to take his slot last minute on Sunday. So that's the thing. They don't have retribution on this show. Sometimes when they do that, Denise, that's so they can make you kind of forget about them a little bit before something happens. It would make an awful lot of sense to me if Ali takes out Kofi Kingston, they injure his knee, And then Ali takes his spot on Sunday.
3: I'll tell you what, if they do do that, that is probably gonna be the best thing for retribution that they have ever done because they're supposed to be like this, you know, just doing whatever the hell they want, right? Is that still who retribution is? At least that's how retribution sort of got started, how they were introduced to everybody. So if they were to do something like that, it would very much fall in line with their character, their persona, who they are. So it would give something to retribution, something that they are very much lacking. And I don't think Ali would necessarily be a bad, a bad person to have in this
2: match also I think I mean storyline continuity it's great because of what happened a couple years ago where Ali got pulled from that that gauntlet match Kofi ended up winning however I do think it's important that along the way Kofi Kingston says listen man why are you sitting here acting like you had something taken from you he got his title shot at fast lane before Kofi got his title shot and that's a good heel approach it's that Ali is jealous. He wasn't really wronged. He's just jealous. That's that's what would define him more as a heel cuz a lot of the stuff that he complains about there's a good reason to complain about a lot of this stuff Denise but yeah. that but that there's not and I know a lot of people they they kind of forget that Ali even had that match at Fastlane. Dude,
3: I almost forgot. Like, I kind of remembered right now when you told me. I was like, oh, yeah, duh.
2: Yeah, and, and it made sense that they they did that, too. But he did get his opportunity. He just didn't win that opportunity. And Because, uh, I mean, he was inserted in the match with Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens and had a really good, like, 19-minute match. But uh, th- there's some good story there. It's just, man, they 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 nerf everybody. And it's just like, ah, uh, okay.
3: Oh, and it would be something so good to circle back with, especially because these two guys don't necessarily, I mean, they don't even have, they don't have something major going on is what I'm saying. You could be, you could add some story, some depth to them right now.
2: And and I'm all for that, that the story in the middle of the card, if you've got something to play off of, play off of it. If you're going to have these people wrestle one another in, in Riddle and Lashley's case or Riddle and her Business's cases, we'll get to like 12 times since November. Give give us more of a reason. guru says, "WandaVision is amazing." Denise, come on!
3: Oh man, I just said I gave up. I'll come back. I'll give it one more try. I promise.
2: I, I have not tried it yet, and I don't yeah, know if I will.
3: You know what? I you should be people should be mad at you because I at least gave it a try. You're not even willing to give it a try. You see what I mean? I, I always got to take the heat I'm, on this podcast.
2: I'm willing to. I got so burned out of of superhero shows and movies. Like to me, it's like, okay, I get it. They overcome something. They win at the end. I know. With the exception of that time Thanos snapped his fingers. Like, okay, cool. But I-, I loved the first season of The Punisher, loved the first season or two of Daredevil. And then but I Adam just was I couldn't couldn't get into it anymore. Love Deadpool. I thought Deadpool was I love Deadpool's movies. I uh, watched the boys, and that entire show came, oh, I'm blackmailing you. Now you're blackmailing me. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nerd Guru says, not raw related, but we say that the Undisputed Era imploding is the best breakup of a faction since The Shield. A real crowd would have erupted. It's the the only one that comes to mind. So yeah, I would say so. Um, I really liked it. And we still don't know what's going to happen. And that's that's what I think you should do, Denise. It's a cliffhanger. What's Roger Strong going to do? Where's Bobby Fish at? How's he going to handle this? I, I, I like it an awful lot.
3: Exactly. I think it was a really nice way to end the pay-per-view, especially because I honestly thought that after the match, that that was it. I wasn't expecting anything else to happen afterwards. So the fact that they ended, they ended, a takeover like that i thought it was really exciting
2: anakin says sean knowing you wandavision won't be your thing trust me denise if you like the mcu movies get to the end of episode three and decide will do i think that's a future podcast for us denise is what uh just shows that most people like that we don't like
3: oh my god i'm gonna not like anything have you met me (laughs)
2: Yeah, I have. Not only have I met you, Denise, I proved on your own channel that I know you as well as you know yourself. I got almost every single question right. You
3: got really easy questions, though. Mine were like way harder.
2: I got almost every single question right. Reminder, guys, get those super chats in. There's plenty to talk about tonight. Oh, boy. Uh, riddle and lucha house party defeated hurt business riddle and lucha house party talk about their favorite presidents before this match. I love seeing lucha house party use this much. Like they are used very, very often all over the place. And this was a good match. It was all, it was everywhere. Just.
3: Oh, you know, I feel it totally was, opposite. Sean. Really? You don't like well, it. I thought this match was boring.
2: Really? I thought yeah. it was, I thought I had a really exciting lead up to the finish spots all over the place.
3: I actually think that there wasn't enough spots. I think in wow. comparison to some of the other matches that we've seen, uh, with Lucha House Party in it, I think they've done far mm. more stuff. This one to me was very, very. It was not good for me. You it want a full not-
2: Dalmatian? You want spots all over the place?
3: Yes, I do. I really, really do. Just throw me all the spots. But this to me was it wasn't good. It wasn't memorable. I've seen way better.
2: Uh, I yeah, I mean, I've seen way better too. But MVP takes the pin. But you know the drill. Lashley comes out and attacks the baby faces and lays Riddle out. We've seen it a million times. Somebody gets a win, then they get beaten up immediately.
3: Yeah. And it's kind of dumb now, too. It's making Matt Riddle look dumb because at this point, I almost feel like he should be expecting it. He should be doing something, get in Lashley's face. I don't know, do something because at this point, it, it's not a surprise anymore to have him come out it really isn't so they need to give Matt Riddle an actual give us a reason not him just getting the, the pin tonight okay good that's all fine and dandy but there needs to be more the and the, I've already said this before the whole Bobby Lashley thing for me hasn't been working for like the last several weeks it's been getting very dull
2: yeah uh, I'm very excited for them to move on from this they do this with everybody that feeds with the Hurt Business. Apollo Crews, then Ricochet, now Riddle. They face him a hundred times. And I'm so over it, so beyond it. And uh, sure, Riddle got his win. We didn't see Keith Lee tonight. And I also
3: thought this match took forever to pick up. I thought it took forever to pick up, and I didn't feel like there was ever an actual, like, Big moment where I thought, okay, like usually when you get like a good like last five minutes of a match and you're like, all right, I'm really into it. Like even though the first half sucked, nah, for me the first match, the first the first half was not good, and the second half didn't make up for it either. So I think we watched two totally different matches.
2: Evan Wright says, Sean, will you review AEW Eliminator on Select? Probably not. um I'll give my thoughts on the matches that they happen. I think it was a star. I'm glad to see Yuka Sakazaki back. Amy Sakura. AEW, but I'm glad that that she's there and got a. She was heavily figured into the early parts of Dynamite, so glad to see her back in action for AEW. Kevin Steet says Dark Order is actively recruiting Maki Ito on Twitter. And congrats to Denise on joining the Pink Ladies.
3: Oh, for a second, I thought it said congrats to Denise on joining the Dark Order. And I was like, wait, how'd you know I applied? <laughs>
2: Oh gosh. Are you familiar with the pink ladies, Denise?
3: Yes, I'm not. I wasn't born like two minutes ago, Sean.
2: I don't, I mean, not, not everybody's watched Greece. I can tell you that Who
3: I not watched Greece?
2: Well, let me tell you, I, I don't think it's going to get as much play in the future as it did like 10, 11 years ago.
3: Oh, it's I a got, terrible premise, by the way, a terrible oh, yeah. plot. It's yeah. terrible.
2: But the I got are the lead for a uh, for a play of Greece locally like 11 years ago and when I was I was reading through it and they had to adapt it obviously for stage and I was like this is really fucked up.
3: Right? This stuff is
2: really. Right. I was like uh, and it got canceled. And I was super relieved that it got canceled. I was like shit.
3: Oh wait, what role were you supposed to play though?
2: The lead role.
3: You were going to be John Travolta? Yes. yes. Shut up. <laughs>
2: Yes. And it was, I was not excited. Gosh, it was okay. It was like 13 or 14 please, years ago, not please, 10 or 11.
3: Like recreate that. We need to see, I need no. to see this.
2: No, it ain't, ain't going to happen. But it was, I was reading and I was like, oh my God, this, I, I had forgotten how freaking terrible it was.
3: You don't. Okay. So when I first watched Grease, it was a t- different experience because I wasn't, you know, I I, I, did, I saw it so different. It was like, oh, it's fun and it's music and it's dancing. And I watched it recently, you know, now as an older person. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, wait. So she had to change who she was so that he could end up happy in the end with her. WTF is this. It's just the whole message of this. Is t- it's wrong. I, I don't like Grease, but I like the song. So I'll watch it for yeah. that, but I'll ignore the actual, uh, theme of it all
2: well backstage bad bunny's talking with mandy rose damian priest is shilling snl you see akira tozawa pin our truth for the 24 7 title but he runs right into damian priest who beats that ass and then bad bunny wins this denise is the reason why when everybody says get rid of the get rid of that 24 7 title get rid of it just who cares it sucks This is the reason they don't, Denise. And I think Bad Bunny is one of the best choices to be 24-7 champion ever. Not only that, Denise, he's going to SNL in a few days. Michael Shea and Colin Jost are there. They've done a bunch of WWE stuff in the past. There's a great relationship with NBC because of the Peacock and Universal and all that. I love it. I love Bad Bunny being 24-7 champion.
3: Yeah, and I really do obviously hope that they do something with it on SNL. we mean, we don't know for sure, but I think we can all hope. And I think based on the fact that they were promoting it today, they promoted it, you know, they mentioned it, and then they also did a whole little – ad for it on the actual show so one can only put two and two together and know that they are obviously going to do something with this and I thought this was all perfectly fine it didn't look goofy or anything when he won it it was actually like all right I'm, he's yes. gonna win it you knew it was gonna happen and then it did and it wasn't embarrassing or weird like some of the past ones that we've seen were all like oh god this is terrible right yeah. but no this one was actually pretty fun and I thought that you know again Damien Priest looks cool Bad Bunny looks cool Mandy looks cool Sports the merch. I mean, overall, it was very simple. Uh, but the execution of everything was simple, but it did a lot for what you saw there. It did a lot for everybody there.
2: And I was glad that it did not go to another roll-up, like another roll-up. I didn't need to see Bad Bunny pinning Akira tozawa's shoulders with a roll-up. Damien Priest beating his ass was good enough for me. That worked for me. Bad Bunny is a great decision for this. And the man is on Raw again. Let me point out this dumbass comment first off. Phenom9151 says, SRS doesn't <laughs> like Marvel, but digs Joe Dirt. Think <laughs> on that, yo. There are not 232 Joe Dirt movies that have the same ending. And he says, Can you watch him out in wrestling? And you're going to complain about, about the same endings. Homeboy, you are here watching my fucking show about pro wrestling. Enjoy your ban.
3: Sean, are you going to hate me if I agree with his first comment?
2: Okay. It Joe
3: Dirt was terrible.
2: Joe Dirt was not terrible. It's like, okay. I watched
3: it. I did the review. Okay.
2: It's so stupid that I enjoy it. But (laughs) like, here's the thing. I know what's gonna happen when I watch almost any Marvel movie. Some shit's gonna go down. The bad guy is gonna he's gonna rise to the top, and then he's gonna get overcome and beaten. Like that—that's what's gonna happen every single time. And if people like that, more power to them.
3: But I think we knew what was gonna happen with Joe Dirt too. He was looking for that, his parents. He was you thought that Joe them. Dirt
2: was going to eat French fries off of a frozen hunk of shit okay, in but a that wagon? Very, that's in-depth details.
3: There's obviously details that are different in the Marvel movies and in every movie. But we all knew that the ending was going to be Joe Dirt finding, A, somebody that loved him. B, finding out the truth <laughs> about his parents. We all knew that. We all knew he was going to become
2: famous and all
3: of that. You
2: let me know the next time Marvel has the balls to have somebody knock the top <laughs> off of a crap tank and have poop fly everywhere. Joe Dirt is magnificent. It's better than the Avengers. Hannah M says, you literally get paid to watch wrestling. Trevor else has for the reviews. Stay for the burns and bands. I oh. cannot
3: believe you know what, Sean? That's it. Kentucky has overtaken you and your mind. You need to move out because now you're defend now you're liking Joe <laughs> Dirt more than Marvel. Yes. That's just there are, the, s- need to leave. There are several Marvel
2: movies that, that I lose your mind, Sean. <laughs> there are several Marvel movies. That I like less than Joe Dirt. Okay. Now, so now I'm what? not saying like like, 50
3: like more Joe Dirt movies. Is that what you're telling us? Joe Dirt
2: Two sucked. It was terrible. I'd rather watch any Avengers movie or Guardians of the Galaxy over Joe Dirt Two. But Joe Dirt One, give me that over some of these. Like, watch two hundred of them? No, Deadpool, Deadpool Two. Guardians of the Galaxy, sure. Couple oh, of the X Men movies, Exactly. Couple of the X Men movies, they're good. Go go over to DC. Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, sure. Okay, we're getting into Superman Returns and all that shit. No, give me Joe Dirt over <laughs> Superman. I would <laughs> rather watch something. I would rather watch something so bad that it's good than watch something <laughs> so boring that it's depressing.
3: You know what, Sean? If the people on Reddit pull this up and talk smack on you, I can't I, I wasn't can't, part of oh, the Reddit people. Like the, I'm like out they on this
2: matter. one. They like they matter. Come on.
3: I'm
0: innocent.
2: <sighs> Man. So uh yeah. Bad bunny is the twenty-four-seven champion. How did this lead
3: into all of this? Oh, my God. We we're Just talking so- about Bad money.
2: Uh Rob and says, Shooter McGavin was in Grease 2, and he wanted to have a heck of a golf career. I enjoyed Raw tonight. I did not feel like a waste of time. That sounds like a good movie review for us. Grease 2.
3: I haven't seen Grease 2.
2: I haven't either. AM, thank you for the super chat. Uh, <laughs> and Brandon Charles Powell says, Super chat for those SRS glasses. Very nice. I was supposed to have a LASIK consultation tomorrow, <laughs> but I can't because it's snowing so hard. I got to uh. put it off till March. Anakin says, title change on SNL works for me. I don't know if it'll change hands, but I think they should do a little something there, like a little SNL integration, Denise.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure they are. And I really, I don't know what, but I'm, I, you know, they're very creative people over there. So I'm sure they'll come up with something fine.
2: Terry Allen Jr. said, Did you download Retribution's theme from Amazon?
3: No, I, I don't I only listen to music on Spotify.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, Norm Summers says raw is becoming tolerable. Have yourself a beef jerky pizza with ranch party. Keep up the great work. I'm I'm just saying, Denise.
3: Hey, and I got that one right. Come on, that was a long shot, and I got I mean, it right.
2: I keep beef jerky. You know, uh, you want to
3: know something, Sean? What? I hate beef jerky. I, it's I not for everybody. Smell. I hate I hate all of it.
2: You could call it the Joe Dirt of snack foods for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry,
3: you're Joe Dirt's number one fan. You need to start a fan club.
2: <laughs> I do enjoy Joe Dirt. Um, Joe Dirt appreciation. People are day. saying, did my super chat and Lacey get missed? Let me explain to you guys again. We get to these super chats when we cover the actual segment. But uh, send it in here. If I missed it, I'll I'll pick it up. Uh, Am said. Bad Bunny said a year ago in a song. I've been talking with Triple H. I guess it's been a year in the making.
3: Has he? I mean, re- did he really have that in a song? I didn't know I'm, that. I'm
2: not too hip to it, but I mean, I believe it based on what I've seen out of the guy. Uh, <laughs> Ryan P. Jam said Jim Carrey as Biden should be the 24/7 title on SNL. Oh man, <laughs> did you see the Zillow skit recently?
3: No, it was good stuff. It did it. It was good
2: stuff. You're, you're, I know you're looking for places, so it's worth you going out of your way to see. Nerd Guru says, I disagree with Sean so much, but you're crossing over my two favorite things, Marvel movies and wrestling. So much appreciated. I don't know where some idiot got Sean likes Joe Dirt more than every Marvel movie ever. There's a fucking hundred Marvel movies. Like, it's, it's such a weird, all stupid right. comparison.
3: Sean, Joe Dirt alone, or do you prefer, like, the Disney movies? Like, the Princess, Prince, all that animated, Finding Nemo, all of that type of stuff.
2: Finding Nemo is pretty good. Like, if we're talking Toy Story, no. It's I think whole
3: collection S- of it all, the Disney animated stuff.
2: Oh, I mean, I don't watch any modern-day stuff, but the old stuff, no. I would not take Joe Dirt over, like, all the right, older... Cool.
3: right on somewhere you're not completely sure
2: like we're talking great mouse detective no i'm not picking joe dirt over the great mouse detective that ain't happening (laughs) oh boy well denise
3: oh is it time
2: it's time
3: let's do this the
2: lacy cut so it felt like a long ass promo with peyton by her side i couldn't care less about this match And that's saying something, because I thought the ingredients were good. We're not going to talk a damn bit about this match.
3: I don't even remember the match. I should tell you everything.
2: Not a one bit. Lacey gets tagged in. And uh, she drops down. And at this point, I get a message as I'm watching this. And I'm a few minutes behind. Rafael Garcia, friend of the site. He's often in our chat. He says, stop what you're doing and record yourself watching this. And I said, okay. And it's up on YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps right now. Actually, you know, I'm going to see if I can play it.
3: Play it. Yeah, play it. I want to
2: see I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to see if I can actually show my reaction. It'll take some, some time to upload. But Lacey Evans says that she is pregnant. She did. So my first thought is... Well, my first thought was laughing maniacally.
3: That was my first thought?
2: Yes, Raphael said it was a Ted DiBiase laugh, which you guys will see whenever it uploads. But my second thought was, cool, no title match Sunday.
3: I didn't have any of those thoughts whatsoever. My reaction was more like, are you effing kidding me? We're doing this? This is what we're doing. This is oh. not, nobody wants to, nobody. because." You knew that they were implying, obviously, that Ric Flair is the dad, and you even had Ric Flair celebrating and you had Charlotte doing the WTF face. So my reaction was, I cannot believe they're doing like I was already so not for this storyline. And I've talked about this before. So to add the whole pregnancy layer to it, it's just so, it's so like those tv sh- what do you do with those tv shows where it's all the drama and so-and-so's having baby's daughter and i don't know who's having whose kid whatever so this to me was not appealing whatsoever like
0: this is not my type of storyline okay say goodbye to your credit card rewards
1: Okay. Well, it's, it's not mine either. It.
2: I often complain <laughs> that like every drama show that I like has to integrate some dumbass pregnancy storyline. Like that's something that they got to do all the time. Uh, let's get to some super chats because there are a lot about this. It's Trent Gaspard on. says, "Oldest ride, longest line. Space Mountain is still open for business. Did it ever really close?" I don't. Trevor think. L says. If you want your partner saying woo hashtag code fightful, not tonight, my friends, but then we get to some honest to God, super chats about this. Sam Piboon says, do you think Rhea Ripley will be replaced by and Lacey Evans uh, or replace Lacey Evans for the raw women's title on Sunday? I don't think she will. That would be very cool if they did that, but do I throw don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, Rhea is the type of person they would give the title to and then she'd start smiling and joking like Drew is now. Instead of making her ass kicker like what got Drew over, they got him out there flexing with Hulk Hogan and he hey hey. hey. Will, all that stuff. Don't like it. Uh, but I, I, would, I want to see Rhea doing something important and Ryan Martin says, any update on what's going on with Rhea? I feel like her momentum coming out of the Rumble has slowed down. Also thoughts on Ty and Eli Drake signing. Well, you're supposed to do one super chat or one question per super chat, but what's going on with Rhea. Um, I just think they didn't have plans for they, they had it on hold because of all this Lacy stuff
3: yeah that's why i don't necessarily just want to see her thrown into this match because i feel like a she needs to have like this big you know this big debut and secondly whenever she does get a title shot i wanted to have an actual real build to it and not just like oh hey Lacey's out let's have you jump in there like she ain't a replacement okay like she's not a plan b type of gal
2: well, I, I will say this a big thing that, that Bruce Pritchard has always hammered home is if you're going to have a replacement, if you're going to have a fill in, or you got to have somebody else, you over deliver. You, instead of doing somebody and, and that people being like, oh, well, there you go, you go above what the original person would be. So if that's the line of thinking, maybe. Uh, the, my thoughts on Taya and Eli Drake signing I think Eli Drake's got all the charisma in the world. And Taya is a ready-made TV star right now. Put her on Raw. She's ready.
3: I can't wait to see <laughs> Taya versus, like, everybody.
2: Oblivious Kyrie says, Never forget Lacey went heel because of karaoke. I don't remember that.
3: When they did the karaoke segment, the all the four oh women, where gosh. they were all singing, I think it was Tamina,
2: You're right.
3: uh, Lacey, and then two other, I forgot exactly, but it was a disaster. That's all I remember.
2: Oh my gosh. Uh there Drew says congrats to Lacey. Won't miss her on TV though. I guess either Charlotte is going to face Oskin, win the title or just have Rhea win it. Yeah, I well, got I I got to say thank you Lacey Evans husband. Thank well, you. Well,
3: are they taking her off TV because
2: Well, she ain't wrestling. I'll well, we say that. that,
3: but if they're implying that it's Ric Flair's kid, then shouldn't she stay on to continue that? I mean, she doesn't have to sure. get physical. It could just be like know. a backstage segment sort of thing. I mean, not I, like hey. I want to see it. Right. But I'm just saying like I'm thinking trying to think of like, hey, we don't necessarily have to get the woman out just because she's, you know, pregnant. I
2: don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't care if she stays on TV. More power to her didn't need to see her in a world title program, didn't need to see her in a charlotte program, didn't didn't need to see her wrestling in a, a, a in this spot. Didn't need to see it. On-screen right. character? Sure. I've seen a lot worse than Lacey Evans as an on-screen character and legitimately congratulations to the woman um cares about her kid takes her Everywhere her kid was always at the NXT live events that I would go to because they would integrate it into the match. The heel would go get heat on her by going going at her. Oh man! Storyline
3: wise, there needs to be follow up to this because you just don't throw a bomb like that and say like, and then just forget about it next week. Like, oh, she's gone; she's resting. They they need a follow (laughs) up on this.
2: And everybody's saying, oh, well, they took Becky off TV,
3: but that was a whole different scenario. Maria
2: Canellis was on TV. She was, she was pregnant, and she was in a 24-7 title situation, even. Uh, Anakin, JMP said— I don't
3: think you can compare the situations.
2: Oh, here's my reaction. Oh, I just you can't
3: compare the situations on that. Oh, let's see it.
2: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com here. Now, I was told by my friend Rafael Garcia to screen cap my reaction when Lacey Evans gets the microphone after being tagged by Peyton Royce, in all caps, he said, do it. Trust me. Do it. I read this message just as Lacey is being tagged. She has just stepped away. I'm about to see whatever this is.
0: Ref start and account.
2: No, no. Oh. this is the dumbest shit. Oh, no title match for her. Great. Legitimately, <laughs> first concern was this is the dumbest but at least there's no title match
3: i like how your eyes gleamed when you realized there was going to be no like there was a sparkle in your eye sean i saw it it was a sparkle there i am like ah. oh, no title shot oh this is great but i just Man. don't know how you went immediately into laughing about that like that's insane
2: <laughs> because i i have learned to laugh instead of be upset about this this shit like I, I get paid to do this, and I get to talk <laughs> with right now like a thousand people. we we get to talk to about this. My God, there there are legitimately more four times as many people watching this than live in my neighborhood in my town.
3: Oh, I saw your tweet, God. and it trips me out, Sean. It really trips me. What, out.
2: What that that I have sixty thousand Twitter followers, or that there's no, two hundred people in my town?
3: How many people in your town?
2: I think like two hundred and sixty, two hundred and seventy.
3: That trips me out. I can't even imagine it in my head. Like I it's can't terrible. It.
2: it sucks. Ryan B. James says if they imply this is Rick kids. Rick's kid. It reaches Claire Lynch, TNA, Mike and Maria cuckold levels of t- horrible. Well, I think the thing is they're going to reveal it's not his and all that good stuff.
3: You think they'll rev- I hope they do. That's the only way to save this <laughs> reveal. It's not his <laughs> Please.
2: Raphael says, I immediately thought Sean was going to lose his shit when he sees this. <laughs> I to see it too. I've started to watch Raw like on a delay because like, there's so many commercials and, and all that. Yeah. Anakin says, Denise, they can drip this storyline. Remember how Maria told Mike it wasn't his baby? <laughs> they never followed oh, up. Oh,
3: that's true. But that was that was terrible. I mean, that was just that got to new levels of bad. Where like his masculinity was like taken away, shattered. She just they made her look so bad. And I mean, I don't know, but I mean, think of everything that they did with with Lana and Lashley, like. <laughs> Just think of all of those different things that we've gotten. I feel like it could get really bad, but I hope that it doesn't. Like, just like nip it, say it's not his, then afterwards, you know, stay on TV, go off TV, whatever they please to do. But yeah, it's just, I don't want to, I don't want this to forever be like, oh, this is going to be Ric Flair's baby in storyline.
2: Yeah, of course. Nerd Guru says Becky was in prime pandemic era. She couldn't be on TV. Yeah, I mean, and also, I mean, congratulations. This is the, this is a baby boom era in wrestling, like all it's like
3: over, everywhere. Sean,
2: all over the place, I, but I mean specifically wrestling, like Sarah Logan and Becky Lynch and Maria Canellas. Even right, I think right around the time the pandemic started, and uh, Brandy Rhodes and and now Lacey. Just it, it's Renee, fantastic.
3: The Bellas,
2: yeah. Felipe says it's true. Bad Bunny says in one of his songs, uh, y- "You want to." Say that one, Denise.
3: I was going to let you have at it.
2: Go, go ahead.
3: Uh, estoy hablando con Triple H.
2: Yeah, but that was not yeah. not what I was going to say. Plus, he already made a clip with Stone Cold. The guy loves wrestling. You can tell he loves wrestling, Denise. And that's that's what I like to see uh yeah because he's,
3: he's gonna do things like fun and respectful because if you're a fan of it of it you're gonna treat it differently like it's gonna feel like a big deal for you you're not just gonna go in there like all cocky like i'm a big star no i'm sure part of him is like fanboying, like oh my god there's probably some of the sure. people that he's meeting that he's probably like ooh, this is kind of cool
2: volub says congrats to Lacey for not only the pregnancy but getting out out of that god-awful storyline that's a super chat it's a win-win it is i'm so stoked that she's uh, having a kid happy for her and her family and pretty excited that that program's not happening. Uh, Anakin says, Sean, your reaction video is gold. Do you think the major storyline that uh, that changed was Lacey? Yes. Uh, Raj Geary of wrestling Inc. had reported that a major storyline was going to change. That's the one that he meant. He it wasn't elimination chamber. Uh, he followed up on that. And Anakin says, Denise, good luck on Wednesday. Molina interview to follow.
3: I already have a Molina interview. It's up on my channel, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. It's right there. You can check it out. We chatted for like an hour, so you could definitely check that out.
2: We got one, too. It's from last year. Check it out. Uh, Also, I have sent an item to Adam. Hopefully, he'll use it this week. We'll see how well. really
3: wrong. You sent an item to Adam, and hopefully, he'll use it this week.
2: What's that supposed to mean?
3: I don't know, Sean.
2: You kink shaming? No. Is that what you're here to do? You're here to shame people?
3: No, you can't shame. I didn't didn't think so. (laughs) Zach says, Sean,
2: you're my hero for referencing The Great Mouse Detective. It's my wife's favorite animated movie. I just got her the Funkos about them or, or from that. Some Stupid Punk says not to distract, but the Japanese bracket of AEW's tournament was on. Emmy was stiff like Blue Chew and Khan had better sign Maki Ito. Hashtag Simp for Ito. Maki Ito is going to be a gigantic star in the U.S., Hopefully with AEW, I think that'd be the best fit. Uh, Darkman says, Denise, wondering your thoughts on Taylor's new version of Love Story. And Sean, thoughts on Bow Wow supposedly training with Rikishi to wrestle. I've reached out to Bow Wow. I'll tell you what, Denise, I love Taylor's new version of of Love Story. I thought it, it was, was great.
3: And, the, and everything else that she re-records will be beautiful, too.
2: And uh, Ryan Martin says uh, the same thing. He says... I want your thoughts on Bow Wow stuff and him wanting to be a WWE superstar. Apparently, he's going to go train him through If he puts the work in, sure. I got no problem with it.
3: I could care less. I'll I mean, just be real. <laughs> I'll just be real. I could care less. I'm not interested.
2: He ain't the level of Bad Bunny right now. I mean, when I was growing up, he was a big star, but not, not as much anymore. Not as much yeah. anymore.
3: Exactly. That's why I have no interest. <laughs>
2: Drew Nicholas asked if uh, I sent Adam my package. No, I did not send him my package, but sent him something way better. Ryan B. Jam said like Jesse, the Buckeye I said, everyone facing Oscar is getting pregnant.
3: Oh my God. That's so true.
2: We know who Rhonda needs to face when she returns.
3: Oh, oh my
2: God. Don't, don't go there. I, I no. hope that they, they can have kids. Uh, if, if they so choose. Uh, we also had a super chat of uh from ryan b james saying with all this talk of disney and marvel now i want a pixar joe dirt movie they i think they they could probably actually pull off a pixar joe dirt movie i think they could probably do that i mean obviously it would not be you wouldn't have crap tanks and people eating off of turds but i think they could probably he he seems like they could make him a pixar character
3: zero interest
2: yeah right yeah right zero Anakin also says, haven't seen Joe Dirt, but I bet it's better than Justice League, Catwoman, and X-Men Origins Wolverine. It is. Uh, So, uh, Ryan says, any update on what's going on with Rhea? I feel like her momentum has slowed down. Oh, sorry, I read that one. But, uh, no update. Waiting on, uh, waiting on her assigned situation, so to speak. That's it. That's it. Uh, Later on, we had (laughs) Lana facing Shayna Baszler. And I thought this was a solid match. It did not need the distraction. I thought it was good, short. It didn't expose any of Lana's shortcomings or weaknesses. She hit a body press, got choked out. I did not need the distraction, Denise.
3: Yeah, this this was fine. I mean, personally, for me, it, I really didn't have much interest in this. I haven't had much interest in this, in this storyline at all. So for me, it was a little bit hard to get interested in what I was seeing for this. But for the most part, it was
2: fine were you surprised that uh lana got put to sleep
3: well see here's the thing about everything that they do with lana it's almost for me like i'm I'm not surprised surprised that
2: that lana got put to sleep because i've been resting easy thanks to helixsleep.com slash fightful denise i love it i'm as soon as my head hits the pillow i'm full on Lana. Like, like I just faced Shayna Baszler. You know, some people can't sleep because of today's politics or pandemic, or even your love life. Maybe you had a rough Valentine's day and sleeping on a terrible mattress just makes that worse. And that's what I was doing before I upgraded to helix slash fightful. And sometimes, I mean, All you need is Monday Night Raw. But now that I've upgraded and got a Helix Sleep mattress, I'm resting all night long. I'm getting a greater quality of sleep. They have a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete, matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. It is so awesome. I did not want to go to a mattress store in the middle of a pandemic and lay on some mattress that everybody else has been trying out. And Helix knows that everyone's unique, so they have several different mattress models. And that was my big concern. I was like, how am I going to know that I get the right mattress? Well, they have a quiz. And I was matched with the Dusk Lux mattress because I wanted something that, that felt soft but was supportive enough for me. I sleep on my back, and it has really increased my quality of sleep. I used to sleep on just a slab of memory foam, and this is so much better. It's the best overall pick uh, for mattresses in 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. And hey, you know what? It's Fightful's best pick too. It comes straight to your door, shipped for free. You don't need to go to the mattress store. Again, if you don't like it after 100 nights, they'll pick it up for you and you get your money back. Risk-free. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a custom mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And with that type of guarantee that type of risk-free option, why not, my friends? You can get up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash fightful. Hit them up on Twitter at Helix Sleep. Let them know you heard about them from us. Uh, I legitimately bought a Helix Sleep mattress, and I loved it so much. I asked them if we could do business together, and I'm so glad we got them all through 2021. So I'm I'm getting, I'm, I'm putting you all to sleep, Nate Robinson level. Denise, you won't understand that. Mm, no. Some stupid punk says, never forget in Greece, Rizzo asked if Sandy struggled or cried during the song. did detectives need to be talked to him. That was one of the things. Like, what
3: part was this again? Huh? What part was this?
2: Oh, when she was asking for details. So that was the thing. Oh, like, yeah. Most of the, the, the just normal dialogue had been adjusted in, in the stage play that I read, but the songs were all the same. And I was reading through them, and I was like, oh, oh, no. And this was in the mid-2000s, Denise. Things were very freewheeling back then. People yeah. said a lot of crazy stuff.
3: Did you watch the, the free Britney Spears documentary on FX?
2: I've not yet, but I'm going to.
3: Watch it, and I think it will kind of show you a little bit about – similar similar to what, to what you're talking about here.
2: I'm going to check it out. I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to. Guys, we're on the home stretch. Get your Super Chats in. Leave your thumbs up. I can't tell you how much that really helps us. The gauntlet match, this was to determine the uh, number six entrant. We saw promos from everybody along the way. Not much happened except for Randy Orton's. Where Alexa Bliss pops up with these these contact lenses, and oblivious Kyrie says, "I'm digging her alchemist circle anime vibes." I thought she looked awesome with the, the contact lenses.
3: Oh, this scared me to death. I'm not into like this type of like witchcrafty type of stuff. It scares the hell out of me. I don't even like to go near that type of stuff. So it legit spooked me out when she, they like zoomed out of her and she had that like I don't know what do you call that symbol anyways is that symbol that she had
2: i don't know that the person the called ground. it an alchemist circle
3: okay so that's what it is well whatever that is it creeped me out man like totally that, like the candles and everything that
2: mm. sounds like something exactly like what a a closeted witch would say what yeah Gee, thanks, i think John. guys let me know in the chat if you th- oh a pentagram yeah um, oh, thank you. I, I I didn't look. Pentagram, 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 I believe yeah, pentagram, everybody knows pentagram. Steve
3: and you're trying to cl- cl- call I, me a positive witch. I, I do you, know what pentagram is.
2: You know what? If I would have saw it, I would have known what a pentagram. I knew it would have known it's a pentagram. No big deal. It happens. Uh let me know in the chats, guys, especially super chats. Is Denise a witch? I think she what? is. Is Denise a witch? Is she a witch?
3: What would qualify well, finally, me to be a witch? What you is it being about a witch. me?
2: Uh, braun strowman pops up he's like why wasn't i put in this match and adam pierce is like i don't know technically you're not a WWE champion and braun's like "Will you tell shane he's got an answer for this so do you think we're getting shane and uh braun at wrestlemania because i do
3: well if they do do it i wouldn't necessarily be like against it because we already know that he would do like awesome stuff during the match so i necessarily wouldn't hate wouldn't hate it and everybody thinks i'm a witch well for all the people that think i'm gonna i'm a witch sleep with one eye open
2: well you know what if you do sleep with one eye open you'll get a full night's sleep either way with helixsleep.com slash fightful anakin says she's harry potter witch unknown what house though oh come on taylor swift snake she's a slytherin i don't even watch harry potter and I know that Denise would be a Slytherin. Let's get real. Come on,
3: Come I on. Haven't seen Harry Potter in a very long time, so I don't even remember.
2: Well, Omos catches Xavier Woods at the beginning of this match because it's Kofi and AJ. Did you see that ridiculous camera angle they used?
3: Which one? Because I noticed some other ones that were a little bit like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the whole thing all over the place
2: <laughs> from the floor. From the floor. Uh,
3: oh,
0: I Jimmy, would have
2: to watch it. Jimmy has said, you and Denise will will cover the grease song. We just need to come up with the milestone and compensation. Let me tell you, to get me and Denise to sing that song, it would cost a lot of money. How how much is my LASIK surgery? Probably about that much.
3: Hey, and I'm looking for an apartment. So yeah, I'll throw that in there.
2: Anything is possible. <laughs>
3: By the way, I thought Jimmy Van was going to comment on the witch thing. I was like, what?
2: Also, Denise is a witch. He said that. I didn't make that up.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. I totally believe you.
2: Kofi and AJ had a good match. It made sense to me that Kofi got eliminated first because, one, he wasn't even prepared to do anything tonight besides get an opportunity. And 30 minutes before this, Denise, he was having his leg worked over (laughs) big time. Great opening spot. I thought that made all the sense in the world.
3: I did too. And I would say that I'll say that now I thought that the way they played out this entire gauntlet made a lot of sense. And I was actually very happy with the entire outcome. But I love the fact that they kicked it off with AJ and Kofi because those are two explosive guys, especially because Kofi just got essentially, you know, added into this. So it made a lot of sense to put him up against AJ in this one.
2: Up next was Drew and I thought the first few minutes that Drew was just going to crush AJ and pin him. Like, the first five minutes, it looked like he was going to squash AJ. But it didn't happen. I thought that that put over AJ an awful lot because he wasn't cheating here. He was just really, really competitive with a fresh WWE champion. And again, this was a situation. It made all the sense in the world for AJ to lose right here. I, I thought this was a very good booked match.
3: Well, this was the thing that I actually liked about it was the fact that you know how you said you were expecting more of like a squash and get AJ out of there. I liked the fact that they actually gave it a nice ample amount of time. I don't I didn't keep track of how much time, but I definitely it was the longest out of like all the matches in the gauntlet, I feel where they gave them plenty of time and it felt important. I thought that they really worked it in a way that it didn't feel like, Oh, this is just like a quick throwaway gauntlet match. No, they actually gave it enough time to where like it really sold the fact that, Both of these guys really wanted that, you know, that sixth spot in the elimination chamber. So they made it feel important and it, it felt like a pretty big deal. And I don't, I don't always feel like you always get that in so many, like when they do these gauntlet matches on raw and this one actually added a lot of importance.
2: Yeah. I got to credit whoever scripted this match, agented this match. It was booked brilliantly. Almost everything made sense here. Jeff Hardy's up next, and Jeff Hardy is like the least of everybody in this. By the way, his promo was abysmal. It was so bad. But he had a bit of a competitive match with Drew because Drew had just been through a tough one with AJ. So that's why he was able to fight back. Almost won. I love that Drew missed the Claymore and then ended up having to get his knees up on the Swanton and hitting it. That made a lot of sense to me, too. And then it's like, okay, Randy Orton's up next. How do you get him out of here? Well, you do the goofy Alexa shit that I'm not usually cool with. Not usually. But for this, he's outside the ring and he's like, what's going on? Ref is counting him. But the ref doesn't make it obvious. Like we're worried about the sound and the visuals and he gets counted out. How did you feel about that transition and the way that they eliminated uh, Orton?
3: so first of all good spot for jeff hardy because i feel like he's the one that if anybody's gonna vote somebody least likely to win i think jeff hardy would probably get a lot of those votes there and the whole thing of how they did the randy Orton thing i like this because i didn't even realize the referee was counting i was distracted i completely even for like it's almost like i forgot the rule book you know for that in for the for those couple of moments so when they counted them out i was kind of like oh Okay, all, all right, he's counted out. That makes sense. He got distracted. Drew was still in the ring. Whatever, now he's gone. So, I did like how they did it. I mean, the actual distraction did look goofy cuz why would Randy Orton be freaking out that Alexa Bliss's face is on the screen like no big deal, you know, but whatever. It ended up working for the situation.
2: So, uh yeah, I thought that worked out great. Sheamus comes in, picks the bones, hits the brogue kick. He's got the bragging rights. And beats Drew McIntyre. And Drew had been through. This was his fourth opponent. So right. it makes so much sense. And you're heating up Seamus. Thought it was a great way to spend an hour of Monday Night Raw. And it was for that last spot. So now Sheamus can come in and pick the bones again. And pretty, I'm glad pretty solid finish. Have-
3: Drew win because I I wanted to I didn't want Drew to come in last like I just mm-hmm. didn't want that for the yeah. chamber I wanted him to you know be there for a good amount of time so I'm glad that he didn't win and I'm glad that they made him that that he lost in a respectable way because a he had already been there for a really long time and it also puts over Sheamus and why not give Sheamus a little bit of state a little bit of you know like you said bragging rights going into this match he has you know this newfound confidence going into this match so it gives him some something and now people can be like well I wasn't expecting Sheamus to win okay maybe now he has an actual chance so I like how they built the entire story with this and it was a good call to have Sheamus win
2: great finish to the show we do have a few more super chats as we wrap up Roxas Venita says should the women tag titles go to NXT for a while yeah they should after that match we saw last night Denise I would say yeah
3: definitely yes just I yes from like the start of all of this yes <laughs>
2: Brandon Charles Pau says, "In reality, Pierce probably didn't put Braun in the match because he's still kind of taked about Braun attacking him back in November,
0: Damn, and I that's what, that.
2: yeah, that's what Braun mentioned. That's what got him suspended. If you remember, It got Braun suspended for a oh, while. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah,
3: you're right. Yeah,
2: guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I have broken all kinds of news over there, especially the last week. Just tons of stuff. Uh, I mean, quite frankly, if there's exclusive news out there in wrestling, there's a solid chance it came from FightfulSelect.com." And then every Monday, like today, I drop a 15 to 20-minute podcast that's just about exclusive news and all that. And, hey, if you're wondering how uh, perhaps a more aggressive person is going to respond to the Lacey Evans pregnancy angle and and story, Alex Palowski is doing sour graps tomorrow. He'll spend a good 20 on it. He's doing, like, 90-minute reviews solo. It's fantastic stuff. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. But Denise you your channel's been blowing up over the last week. I outdrew Matt Cardona.
3: Yeah, you did, but you know who outdrew you?
2: Not Luke, but food that Luke sent. Luke didn't actually appear. <laughs>
3: but his name was on there though that counts doesn't it
2: that sounds like a bait and switch to me
3: <laughs> well anyways no but seriously yeah I've been putting a lot more uh you know been doing a lot more videos up on my channel and a lot more live streams as you guys know um so yeah seriously go to the channel I'm about to hit 35,000 subscribers on YouTube and that channel is run entirely by yours truly me so it really does mean a lot to me whenever you guys go to the channel check it out click subscribe whatever you guys do uh it really means a lot so you YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. And then man, I'm almost about to hit a bunch of little like points. Okay. So I'm almost going to hit 35 K on YouTube, right? I'm almost going to hit 20 K on Instagram and I'm almost going to hit 15 K on Twitter. So it's, they're all like at point something that's like almost there. And I'm just like checking every day and I'm like, no, no, almost there. So yeah.
2: I told you, once you hit 10K on Twitter, it just, it snowballs, and it's, yeah, like, but insane. Yeah, I feel like I've slowed
3: down, though. I've noticed now that, like, my tweets get more traction, but I feel that's like my follows come slower.
2: Well, that's because, I mean, more people have discovered you. Like, and there will be some where you just have, like, crazy, crazy months. Like, now, I'll get a few hundred people that follow me every month, and then there will be, like, a couple months where all of a sudden it's, like, 2,000, but... I think you're doing yeah, great. Yeah, I
3: noticed that on mine too. And I was like, well, oh man, <laughs> I'm doing something wrong. And I was all feeling down about it, but whatever. So yeah, anyways, but all social media and just everywhere, Denise Salcedo, it's the same name everywhere.
2: Really guys, check out her video. She put an incredible in amount BFF of work. tag video. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, go check that out. She put an incredible amount of work on there. I was I, I was so impressed with the editing that you did. I feel like not a lot
3: of people know that I'm pretty skilled at my editing skills, you know? You are.
2: You're very skilled at it. A lot of Uh, people
3: were asking me, who edited your videos? I was like, me. (laughs) All those internships, they paid off.
2: They do. They do. It's it's the experience. But guys, I am back here on Wednesday for The List and your Boy. Go check out twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. And how about this? Subscribe to youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps. Thank you, guys.